Welcome to the Team Trashcast. I'm your host, Logan Landfill. I'm Dr. Compost, a.k.a. Aaron. And it's your boy, Wasteland, a.k.a. TJ. And we have a very special guest today for a very special episode. This episode today is about tattoos. We have a guest with us by the name of Bridget. She is a tattoo artist. Bridget, would you like to introduce yourself? Um... Well, we'll say something a little bit about yourself, you know. Um. <laughs> All right. Um, well, like you said, I'm a tattoo artist. Technically, I'm a tattoo apprentice. Um, I've been, I've only been tattooing, physically tattooing, for um, about eight months since last September. Actually, the first tattoo I did was last August, so it's been almost a year. Nice, incredible. Yeah. Um, so we have this little process on the show where we like to give each of our guests a nickname. Um, do you have anything that you would like to call yourself or like be called as a nickname on the show in reference? It has to be trash. It has to be trash related. It has to be trash related. We are the team trash cast. Why do you always say trash? Like it's like T-R-A-I. Team trash cast. Yeah. Turn down the game here. Just a little bit. Um, I say that because it's uh, that's how Danny DeVito says it in. But you're in, not Danny DeVito because he's like, I'm the trash man, and I always thought that was funny. So I just say it like that. So Bridget, do you have a nickname? This is the deep lore of the show. You have a nickname idea? Um, I go by B Bones on the internet. Mm-hmm. But if we want it to be a little more trash themed, um, I don't know. Would would Grave Digger make sense? Oh, that's Ooh. good. I mean, bones are like the trash of the human body, aren't yeah. they? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and you know what? For people who don't make it to the end of the episode, do you want to throw out your Instagram handle? I do. It is B Bones Tattoos. All one word. Why'd you point? This like they can't see you. Because um, uh, fingers. It's for are emphasis. Cool. Mm-hmm. No, I know. I just I like to, I like to roast finger a little guns. bit. Yeah, finger guns. Laura, how do you point those things, ma'am? Pointing I'm finger guns. <laughs> yeah, do you have a license for those finger guns? I do. I'm a crack shot. <laughs> oh no! Oh, well, please, please put those down. Um, oh no, we have so to edit out now. B bones. B bones is good. B bones. B bones. B batteries. B bones. Um. <laughs> B bones. That works. Yeah, it's your we brain just anyway. Bones. If, if B Bones Ooh. is too much, we can just do Bones. Ooh. I love Bones. I mean, I hate the show, but I love that as a nickname. I've never watched the show. But... It looks terrible. Um, I stole that nickname from my old man. Uh, bones? Yeah. Hmm. He used to go by Bones because our last name is now Bone. Oh. Your, your dad sounds hardcore. Mm-hmm. Huh. Is, is your dad hardcore? Does he live hardcore? Does he, like... he pretends to. Because you're not hardcore. He's a 50-year-old bachelor, so... Hmm. And the legend of the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> Bones it is! Alright, welcome all right. to the show, Bones. Thank you very much. Alright, so we are going to go into our first segment, The Dump. This is where we give the best, worst advice on a topic we know nothing about, or sometimes we know a little bit about it, but not as much as we think we do. So, <laughs> so for, for this episode, it is the best, worst advice on tattoos, what you should get, and where to get them. I'm going to start off by saying you should definitely almost always get your ex's name tattooed either on your forehead or your ass cheek somewhere where if it's... If it's your ex, though, you got to cross it out with red, right? 
Yes. Oh yeah. Like, yes. Like it's kind of over. Like it's it's good because you can keep like a catalog yeah. of all the people you've dated. That's but you like can you're be, like, moving on tattoo. Yeah. It, it can be like you literally you've been there and you've literally done, done that. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. It's a list. Yeah, it's a list. Um, you just made the list. <laughs> like that's what you that say to like every so ex you. T- <laughs> like that's what you say to like every ex you break up with you just made the list, <laughs> made the list. Exactly. that's and terrifying but isn't, isn't it also kind of romantic because they live on in your memory forever if you like if if you have them on that list it's also really kind of sweet it's like stories you no? can tell your grandchildren you know right? Be great. right wait I want to take this a step further okay Okay. okay. so you have the list and you have the ex's names crossed out mm-hmm. and then you get married Right after they. That's why you tattoo a wedding. No, 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 That's why you tattoo a wedding ring next to the one you get no. married to. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, I got it. I got it. Okay, I, I have a whole idea. Okay, so it's it's a list, and the last one is the name of the person that you married, and it's circled. <laughs> but here's the thing: if you get divorced because it's fifty percent statistically likely, you can also keep going on that list and just add like each each next wife or a husband or partner that you like have can just like have extra rings like them so the first partner and your second partner has like two rings your third partner has like three, <laughs> three rings exactly like, like, like you circled it a whole bunch of times exactly exactly <laughs> in like a little like wedding ring drums you know i love what you want to shoot down the idea that i'm just i'm just ending you i kind of <laughs> i mean it's That's it's kind of like a yeah but um speaking of butts there's nothing wrong. You know what? People love butts. Let's let's be honest about that. <laughs> As, a tattoo of a butt on my butt. <laughs> so you could go that with buttception, but I'm going to take it a step further. Because you know what people love in addition to booty? Two butts? I wish I had thought that was so funny. You know what people love more than one butt? Two butts. Five seconds, goddammit. No, that was funny. Fine. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> That's like the one sort of blue thing I've said on the show that I want. That's to not blue! <laughs> I know. Okay. Yes, people do love two butts, Dr. Combos. But you know what people also love? They love booty. But you know what? They, they love brains. And you know, why don't we combine the two? Why not get either a tattoo of a brain on your butt or a tattoo of a butt? Right on your forehead. Kind of show them what you're working. You get your actual butt tattoo. Have your artist spread your cheeks. Oh, man. <laughs> have your artist uh, spread wait, your cheeks. On. I kind of like the idea of a tattoo of a brain on a butt because yeah. your brain has like two hemispheres. So you can just tattoo like each hemisphere of the brain on each side, like each cheek. That's actually very creative. Uh. <laughs> and it'd be very interesting to see a brain twerk. I feel like that would be a, a very an image that you wouldn't expect because the per- it looks like the person just got like an my idea. My girl got brains and then she turns around. <laughs> <laughs> Those big brains. Um, <laughs> you know, I feel like for a tattoo, the less sentimental that you go, the better. If you crack open your fridge and you see a packet of ketchup that you haven't thrown out in a year because you're a bachelor and you never clean your place, that'll make the perfect tattoo idea because it's always going to be there until you move out. Even when you move out, it'll still be there. Things that are less sentiment but will always be around. You know what I do kind of want? You know how they had those Taco Bell packets that had like sayings on them and stuff? I've seen 
I've never seen that. I kind of want that. That would be so great, right? Like, if you had a, 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 a tattoo of one of those Taco Bell sauce packets that they, they were like, they had different sayings. If it was for like the mild, medium, or the hot, and the hot ones always had like the dumbest like yeah. hot sauce puns. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen actual, like, not in person, but on the internet, I've seen pictures of those tattoos where it's, like, the hot sauce packet, and it's, like, extra spicy. <laughs> like, the, like, the packet is on fire. <laughs> you know, I like what you guys are thinking about spicier. You know, it makes me wonder if we can maybe, like, also, like, do sort of a mood thing, like, with that. Oh, no. Like, basically, if you got the words mild, medium, spicy, um, like, tattooed on yourself... And basically, you went each time you had sort of like a Are mood they like change. Buttons? Hmm? Are they like buttons? Yes. Each time you had like a mood change, you would go to your artist and be like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm feeling kind of medium today." Go ahead, and basically, you would have them create another circle over oh, that word. Goodness. So every time We're you changed your mood, every time you changed your mood, you basically would kind of like like circle in what you're feeling. You're talking that about day. a tattoo every day. Yes, that's a lot of tattoos. That's multiple tattoos because even if you have a like myself, oh, if yeah. you have a mood disorder, you know, you never know it could fluctuate just like that. I know I go through several different moods in a day and. I'd be getting a lot of tattoos. You know what I want I want a tattoo of now? I want a tattoo. You know how there's that meme of the guy that's like on the spaceship and there's like a button in front of him and he's sweating about like which one to choose? Yeah. I love that meme. I want each panel of that where it's like he's got the button. I like I just want meme templates like all over my body. I want I want to be a living like, meme template. Fill it in with like ballpoint pen every day. Yeah, that's perfect. You know, tattoos. you know what would add even better to that internet culture tattoo is if you had like a picture of like a thing you like but it also says Getty Images across the <laughs> Like a like a faded watermark. Yeah, faded watermark. It was like Getty Images. That's amazing. I like in the um, I think Spider Man Far From Home did something like that where they were doing like uh, the documentary. Oh yeah, the, the Immemorium thing. The Immemorium. Like, <laughs> they have like in uh, like they have a picture of like Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. Super close, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so good. <laughs> kids doing the morning announcements on like the Spider-Man movie because Iron Man had spoiler alert passed away in Endgame <laughs> yeah um, if you don't know that yet if you don't know that why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> Go mean, watch Endgame instead. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but I totally had it spoiled before, and I was oh, actually no. really upset. <laughs> I don't feel That's bad so at all. We, we literally just said we literally just roasted people who said they hadn't seen the movie. Yeah, I know, but I feel bad that it got it got spoiled for me too, actually. Mm. But this is that's not what. I also just didn't want to believe it at first. I was like, no, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I totally cried in the theater. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No. I was next to this. I was next to a black guy who was um, he, I could tell he was feeling something, but he just like wouldn't let it out, and I didn't want to feel like a punk next to him because he was like a really like tough like older looking black guy, but the minute I saw Tony just start to go, I mean he was Iron Man, bro. I mean just. <laughs> I just couldn't. I still, tear up to, I still tear up just thinking about it. I want an Iron Man tattoo now. Just like, <laughs> yeah. a, actually, what I want just like is that the, thing the gravestone. The <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, what I should do. The arc reactor. Yes. Yeah. That's there perfect. has to be someone that's gotten that as a oh, tattoo. Oh, for sure. There has to There's be. at least like five people that had, have that for sure. At least five in the world. Mm -hmm. I would put so much More. money down on that. Do you guys have any other tattoo advice? You know, if you don't want to, like, shave your pits anymore, you could just, like, get flowers tattooed in there. Wait, serious question. 
do tattoos like take out like if you get a tattoo does that mean hair won't grow there anymore no no but then i mean obviously no that it, that's not what happens I, okay i didn't your friend's sitting right here with hairy legs and tattoos all over his legs that's a that's a good point i i, had to, I just never thought about that yeah no but like because then you raise your arms and you're like this is a garden <laughs> you can adjust it to like. Or you can trim your garden. Oh, your- <laughs> just cut that image. True story. One of the tattoos I actually want to get is like ferns just coming out of my armpits. Not like in the armpit because that would be seriously like way way painful. That would oh, yeah, hurt that, so much. I can imagine that would be like one of the worst spots to get tattooed, right? Yeah. 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 For what? sure. Yeah. It's like the armpit, the stomach. It's like one. Kneecaps. Well, back yes. is bad too, right? Elbow pits. <laughs> Neck? No. Neck's not bad at all. Oh. Oh, okay. Alrighty, everybody. Uh, we're going to move on to our next segment, which is Trashy 20s, where we discuss a story in our 20s. This going to be good or bad. Um, we're going to discuss triumphant tattoo stories. So any tattoos that you may have seen or tattoos that you may have that resemble something good or a significant time in your life perhaps so um i can go first the first um tattoo that i have that it's like meaningful that it means a lot is the one on my chest um it's for a friend of mine that passed away um a few years ago so it was kind of like the first thing i knew was like okay that's what i want to get like um and that's like the only time i would ever condone getting something that like is related to somebody and it doesn't even have the person's name either it's um more so just like kind of symbolism in that sort of way so um yeah all right um well i actually really love the idea of memorial tattoos i also have one uh for my grandmother who passed away in 2010 oh really Um, yeah it's uh so the praying mantis that i have tattooed on my upper left arm um and that's because uh at her when she lived in new jersey they would like show up at her house all the time and then at her funeral, we had two different viewings for her, one in Pennsylvania and one in New Jersey. And at both locations, praying mantises were everywhere and also at the gravesite. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you guys ever had... Um, wait, I, I didn't interrupt your... No, that was, that was pretty much it. We It's kind of like a family symbol now. Mm-hmm. Um, praying mantises mean that grandma's kind of like back and watching over us. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Have you guys also ever, like, met people that you found have had very, uh, like, inspiring tattoos or, like, their story, like, been fascinated by the story behind someone's artwork? Um, actually, quite recently, um, Sadie, my mentor, had a client come in who had had, um, top surgery. They were transmasculine, and, um, With so... top surgery? It's where the breasts are removed. I, wait, I thought there was a, um, a mastectomy. Mastectomy. That uh, uh, I feel like that's a mastectomy is more for like. Yeah, like usually a, a mastectomy treatment. is um, for like breast, breast cancer. cancer. Um, oh yeah, no, I have, like Tignataro got that. Yeah, but I mean it's it's basically the same thing. But the breasts are removed, the chest is is flat, and then there's scars that kind of go underneath where the breasts were, oh. um, and like underneath the, the pectoral muscles. And so they had like a really big like a deer head tattoo that where the branches kind of followed the line of the scars and it was all it was like really beautiful and that was actually their first tattoo ever oh wait oh like is a big i feel like a big tattoo would be like really 
intimidating. Well, everyone's pain tolerance is different. You got to remember yeah. that. So like, but also like the bigger it is, the more tired you're going to get because it's just going to take longer. Right. right. And the more you're sitting there, the more your nerves are shot. You're like, Oh gosh, please let this end mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I guess this would be a good moment to mention that myself and Dr. Compost don't have tattoos. Yeah. And that uh, landfill <laughs> and um, bones. 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 <laughs> this is going to become a reoccurring thing. Landfill and bones both do have tattoos. And would you guys consider yourself tattoo people? I mean, I would. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think I would. That was a yeah. bad question on my part. <laughs> um, what a silly question. So, a lot of my questions are going to be coming from the side of a noob. Do people yeah. still say noob? Is this noob? No. No? A, okay. a novice. I feel like... Or does that show my age saying noob? Noob is maybe only used on, like, video internet games. video games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Which, lead speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like sure. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, kids, kids still use the term, but yeah. uh, I feel like it's pretty specific to that at this point. It's like I would not. call you uninitiated. Uninitiated. Oh, that sounds like there's some sort of dark ritual. Uh, it sounds something. like it sounds like a rock kind of album. Ritualistic. I mean, just the act of getting tattooed and giving a tattoo is a little bit ritualistic. Actually, that's a really good like, point. Really? Yeah, well, when you're like put through that type of pain, your brain kind of takes you to a different place. Like you you enter a new mental state while it's happening and that itself is a little bit ritualistic there are there are cultures mm-hmm. that use tattooing as for as, yep. as like part of their rituals too and stuff like mm-hmm. that too right so bones i think you told me something about like a, a, a culture that uses like a form of like what is the term body modification mm-hmm. um that you just kind of mentioned dr compost sure um i want to make sure scarification yeah we did talk about that a little while ago um was it the... I think that was when we were playing the D. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember the tribe off the top of my head. It was like 2T or something like that. I remember you and I were like looking at photos online. And I can't remember the specific thing. I want to say it was... I want to get this right. Hold on. Yeah. I need to look it up. I want to say it was an African tribe. Yes. But that's really not whittling it down because Africa is big as hell. Mm-hmm. Um, was it... No, it was an Egyptian... In the meantime, I, I had a question for Bones, but while she's looking that up, well, I thought a question for you is in like, is that a question for someone who's on the receiving end and then someone who actually is on the end of giving? Um, <laughs> so Landfill, what leads you to want to get tattoos? Because I know for each one, it's a different thing. Like what, is there an inspiration for tattoos in general for you to be a part of that culture? Um... I don't know. Like, I don't really kind of know, like, what kind of brought me to it. I think there was, like, there's always those ones, like, you have in the back of your mind for, like, a long, long period of time. You're like, I want to get. And then there's just, like, ones you may see kind of out of the blue that you're like, oh, I really would like to get that. That'd be, like, really cool. Um, So, for me, it was kind of just, it was me, for me, it was more kind of just like, oh, um, I'd like to get one. And then it's if you ever hear like the thing it's like oh you you get one then you want another one so um yeah i just kind of followed suit with that so i was like oh this would be cool to get oh, that'd be cool to get and it just kind of developed into a habit so what yeah. was your first one the one on my chest oh okay okay oh, yeah oh that's interesting so yeah. that is very interesting yeah okay yeah i did not know that about you actually 
that that was your first one. Yeah, I plan on, I plan on adding to it. Like, How so? Um, so what I would like to do is, I kind of mentioned this to Bridget, actually, in the 4th of July party, actually, kind of mentioned it to her, um, how I wanted to get, like, a trash poke crow, like, underneath underneath it because it's like a murder of crows but like i would like to get a like a trash polka crow connected to it and for those who don't know trash polka aesthetic is like black and red heavy like line work like messy brush stroke type aesthetic um yeah i was literally pitching a murkrow so i'm very glad that you um <laughs> clarified that. I'm very glad that you clarified that yeah so like, i want to get something like like that and then like maybe like uh connected to it is with uh like a withered tr- like like withered trees, like so, like basically to symbolize like that part of my life has died. Basically okay. to symbolize that, and then get like a a black diamond like above the tree or like coming up from like the tips of the tree, um, like a black shiny diamond to like symbolize something that like brought me out of that dark place. Why a black shiny diamond? Um, from a mentor, Diamond Dallas Page. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Dude, I never knew this about you. Yeah, that's a really cool. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. It's like deep. God. I, no, no, I just. <laughs> I know we're recording. I'm sorry. I, I just um, needed a moment. I put. Well, I no, put wasteland just... in the loss for words. Yeah, <laughs> that is a first. You know what? <laughs> it's okay. Really, <laughs> a podcast. It's very hard to put me in a loss for words. That's, that's um, well, kind of speaking around inspiration around ink. So, my question for you. I did want to really quickly circle back around because we did yeah. mention scarification. I wanted mm-hmm. to bring up um, the resource if anybody wants to know more. Um, there's a great article on hadithi.africa. It's H-A-D-I-T-H-I dot Africa. Um, and it just goes into like the history of scarification. Uh, if you look up history of scarification in Africa, that's probably the first article that's going to come up. Um, and it goes into the details of like why people do it and like the cultural significance, the aesthetic significance, um, the differences between like men and women of the tribe doing it and all of that stuff. I remember that when you described it to me, I, I myself had a misconception of what it was. And then someone used to use a popular visual, if anyone's seen Black Panther, and I hope you have it made over a billion, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Killmonger's chest, when he takes off his shirt and, and you the get minute to see that he, glorious Michael B. Jordan chest. <laughs> he is a beautiful man. He is a very beautiful man. Um, but uh, what were we talking about before? You said Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> um, scarification. Yes, scarification. <laughs> but um, basically, the. I don't want to call them. The. Um, what Killmonger's body looks like was a form of scarification that we saw in the pictures that, like, you. Mm-hmm. And I were like looking at when we were kind of seeing some of the African tribes that like had done this. Yeah. As it was very interesting, and I had a total misconception of what it was. Um, but then there were also some that were like for me a little graphic because there was like blood, and I can't like handle certain amounts of that. Mm-hmm. But it was very intriguing because it was something I'd never heard of before that was totally like new to me. Um, I had a question for you, Bones. Okay. Um, what inspired you to become a tattoo artist? So, this is going to be a, a little bit of a story. Um, no, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Absolutely. Take the floor. So, uh, when I was 18, I got my first tattoo from Sadie, actually. Um, and oh, that's that, kind of cool. Yeah. It's like full circle. And at that time, I had asked her if I could be her apprentice. And uh, at the time she had only been tattooing for like two years so she like was not ready for that she said you know maybe later 
Um, and then I kind of forgot about it for a while. I went off to college. I got a degree in art, um, in fine art and painting. And I got an office job, basically. You know, I had to make ends meet. And like a year later, not even a year later, Sadie came back to me and was like, hey, you, do you still want to be my apprentice? Oh my God, that's like a... Ooh, yeah. That's insane. You gotta love so, the networking works out like Yeah, that. and it's, it was just like, wow, the stars just kind of aligned. And so I've had a very unique apprenticing experience because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm Sadie's first apprentice, so it, it, it makes sense that we both are kind of having our own unique experience in working together and, you know, learning from each other. So it's just been a, a really great experience overall. And we, and now we, you know, have our own shop together. Do you want to shout out your shop? Clover Tattoo in Lancaster at Clover Tattoo Lank on Instagram. In Pennsylvania. But in Pennsylvania, we, yeah, yes. We, yeah, we said that we were, we, we've had like international listeners, which has been like, really? Pretty, That's awesome. It's like, yeah. one, it's, it's like been like Moscow, Brazil, Australia. Shout out to that one or two international listener. Yep. It's you. literally hey, one or two listeners. internationally recognized podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we have no problem with people, our guests, plugging their shit. So like, yeah. And that, by the way, that'll probably be our one curse word. That we t- <laughs> I just used our one curse word. Ah, oh, um, man. Our whole budget. <laughs> Jeez. Soil it. Soil it. Um, we gotta pay the executives for that. I'm but... sorry. If you're gonna make Spongebob references, I'm leaving. <laughs> wow. You you might actually have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's, well yeah, I'm that's, changing my list. You just insulted all three hosts. Um, <laughs> oh, that's rough. Detention. <laughs> wow. Um, and we'd also like to apologize to our listeners who were just insulted. Um, wow, I just. That's terrible. Can we even record, boys? We can do I've this. I've never we'll been be, so we'll be strong. Hurt. We can. We, well, can listen. <laughs> we can make it, I promise. Like, you think there's love in your heart for your homies. I'm still a homie, don't lie. You got passing tests. For instance, <laughs> what setting should you change Mermaid Man's belt to, to make a, to make somebody go bigger? I don't know. I know you don't. The answer is Wumbo. Wumbo. <laughs> <laughs> I Wumbo. He Wumbo. Were you Wumbo? Wait, There's an, yeah, what's yeah, the best yeah. time in the morning to eat a Krabby Patty? <laughs> When's the best time to wear a striped sweater? That one I do know. <laughs> <laughs> and when's the... Hold on, I, oh, I got another one. Oh, um, oh. I got one last one. Uh, Why are we on this tangent? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, there's an acronym it's okay. known as... This, this, is, this is common. Yeah, this, this is a tangent. Right. There's an acronym it's known part as... part of the mythos. Also, the editor can just like take this whole swap it's, it's out. Yeah. Gonna, it's not going to... It's not going to... It most likely will just... It you know what? I'm going to make a joke later <laughs> that relates back to this. But I want her to take this out. So it's going to stay in. Because I'm making a joke. She hates when we do tangents. That it's going to reference this. It's not a tangent. I'm going to legitimize it. We had 15 minutes of heartfelt content. We had 15 minutes of heartfelt content. All to be ruined by Spongebob references. To be honest, this is our show. It's mostly This is very much our show. Wait, wait, the astronauts? Wait, it's all Spongebob references? Always has been. Oh my god. Um... I will say there there is one uh, question more question for you. Um, you can trash cast to the actual dump and it's just all the takeouts. <laughs> the uh, you know That's what? a good idea. The dump cast. We should have we should have a second podcast oh, no. that is all of the bits 
If that you want to edit it out of the main podcast, who's <laughs> gonna edit that part? Yeah, if you want to edit it, Who's if you want to be the one to publish it, by all by all means, <laughs> the but floor is yours, man. Nah, I'm good. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take a quick little break here. Here is an ad brought to you from us here, at the Team Trashcast. This ad is totally 100% real. Fake. It's fake. It's real. It's fake. We gotta have the disclaimer, guys. We do. You're listening to the Team Trash Newscast, and I'm Dr. Compost. We're coming to you today with reports of an influx of bad tattoos. They're spreading like wildfire. Let's turn to our man on the field, Logan Landfill, with the report. Logan? Yes, Logan, Dr. Can you Compost. Hear me? I'm, I'm here on the field with a woman who just came out of a tattoo shop. Ma'am, can I talk to you for a second? Ma'am, do you have a second? Uh, sure, sure. Yeah, what do you, what do you need? Um, have you heard the news about bad tattoos, how they're affecting teenagers, uh, affecting our youth? Uh, no, I can't. I, I haven't heard about that. Okay, um, you just came out of a tattoo shop, ma'am. Uh, do you mind me asking, uh, what did you get if you got anything? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, let me just, uh, take this bandage off real quick here. Um, so as you can see, I just got my boyfriend's name tattooed across my, uh, chest area. Um, is obviously his name is Brad. Uh, we've been together for like two months, so I mean after this uh, a marriage proposal can't be far behind him, right? Sounds excellent. Sounds excellent, ma'am. Um, are you sure you have it spelled correctly? Oh, yeah, I checked it in the mirror like right before they did it. Uh, I think it says B-A-R-D if I'm not mistaken. Well, I obviously I checked it. I can see it in the mirror. Uh... Well, folks, that's going to do it for us today. Just keep an eye out for bad tattoos in your neighborhood. These tattoos could include anime waifus, racist symbols, girlfriend's names, boyfriend's names, significant other's names, portraits of politicians, portraits of YouTubers, the word YOLO, Pickle Rick, or anything in Comic Sans. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to the Team Trash Newscast. Welcome everyone back to the Team Trash Cast. We are starting off this second half of this second half of the show with a segment called Six Pack. We are going to give our six top six tattoos we would currently like to have and why. Dr. Compost, would you like to start? Sure. Just also want to add, Dr. Compost and the rest of the team only gets 36 seconds to explain their selections. Yeah. This is true. Mm-hmm. And what I have a stopwatch and I will be very rude about stopping you. Yep. Um, and we have all our signals worked out, too. Um, we're doing, what is it, like, you, we hold up two fingers when you have ten seconds left, or, like, two fingers for halfway and one finger for, like, ten seconds left. Do you want me just to hold up one when you have ten seconds? Yeah, that works. Yeah. Okay. And so okay. instead of the five. Okay. Yeah, that works. Okay, cool. So here we go. My six are a Spider-Man symbol, music notation, a saxophone, a guitar, Monster Hunter World symbol, and a striped sweater. <laughs> You're. Damn it. Is this the rep? Okay. <laughs> Alright. Three, two, one. 
Okay, so the the Spider-Man symbol, music notation, saxophone, guitar, Monster Hunter World symbol, that's all because I like those things. Now, the striped sweater. Okay, hear me out. Instead of it just being like a small tattoo of a striped sweater, oh no, I'm going to wear a tattoo instead of clothing. Oh so I'm just going to get my entire body tattooed as a striped sweater um, because the best time to wear a striped sweater is all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> I seed my time. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. Because I don't I haven't decided yet. I love this segment. So I haven't much. decided yet if we should take out the SpongeBob stuff from earlier. If it'll even have context. And no, we have to keep it. We don't. <laughs> I can really just make I don't have to keep it in. <laughs> I could just say we had a bunch of SpongeBob quotes and we were annoying bones with it. And I don't know if I've chosen yet as me saying this, if I've chosen to take it out or not. And now we don't have to keep it in. The best time to wear a striped sweater. Cool. Yeah, so who's next? Okay. <laughs> Did somebody get out of my own show? Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, Bridget, your, your top six? Sure. Um, so my top six, in no particular order, uh, the moon wand from Sailor Moon. Uh, a stained glass style like back piece, like a big one. Um, a spooky castle. Conjoined skulls, an Art Nouveau tattoo, and a Ouija planchette. I don't know what a couple of these things are. <laughs> but, um, I think I did this last time, like, we had a fair rule where if you don't know what a thing is, you can ask what that is after that person has explained their selection. Yeah, because yeah. I think you did that with mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Uh, well, most of these are just for the aesthetic, like the stained glass, the spooky castle, all that stuff, because I myself am spooky and unusual. Um, the conjoined skulls actually uh, are because I do have a twin sister, and my senior art project in college was all about like conjoined skeletons. I did six really, really, really big paintings about them, so it's kind of like on brand. That's it. Okay, you guys are giving a run for money. That was both about uh, 27 seconds for each of you. Yeah, what up? (laughs) (laughs) You think you're spooky? Yeah. I guess because I I know you. I enjoy being spooky. No, no. That's my, like, most of my aesthetic is just spooky shit. I guess I've always associated kind with you, but it's because I've known you. I think you've kind That's of That's true. You have known me for a long time. I think you was very dope. You're very cool. <laughs> I feel like I've also never been thought of you as spooky though. Aesthetic and personality traits are different things too, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Like, I so, can be kind and warm-hearted and also be spooky. No, 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 no. I can see how you could be spooky. Mm-hmm. I'm saying to me, I've never been scared of you or spooky. You- You've like, seen me at peak aesthetic, haven't you? I think I have. I've always just yeah. thought the stuff you did was cool. Okay. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. Not my thing, but yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to compliment you, but I don't think it's coming off right. <laughs> no, it's just coming off as confusion. <laughs> the orb of confusion. Oh my gosh. It, this is going to see Spider Man. <laughs> orb of confusion Co- causes c- confusion <laughs> we can just take all this out <laughs> like just all of this just, just, alright right, landfill you ready oh yeah, we're just, yeah it's fine okay give me one second here 
Okay. Oh, Good. did you need me to explain any of those things, by the way, like you said? Or are we doing that, like, at the very end? At the end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you just give, like, a small like, tidbit, like, on why, and then if we have any questions at the end, we'll just be like, why? Yeah, what is that thing? What, what that is that? What that is, no. What that is. So my six, my top six, are... Uh, one is, well, the first three are the ones I mentioned previously. Um, the trash book of crow, uh, two withered tree, three, the black shiny diamond, um, four, a Scottish slash Irish heritage leg piece. Um, it's going to like go like up the back side of my leg and like side of the knees, the side of the knee or knee, um, side of the knee, um, five, a realistic movie camera. And six, a uh, realistic angel wing on the right forearm on top of it. Hang on. This is cheating. You've already explained three of those earlier in the episode. I'll allow it. Is that in the spirit of six-pack? Is I, I feel it is. I mean, you're right. But also, I don't care enough. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, sometimes I just like to be confrontational. For no other reason than to be a jerk. If it's any, if it's any consolation, you have, you've heard my feelings when we've recorded before. Good. You know what? That's my arc. That's that's your arc. <laughs> I wonder what, like, I wonder what the arc. Of it. I genuinely wonder Life if you would, still needs to explain. Yeah, I do. Yes, sir. Sorry, 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 big shoots. Uh, okay, three, two, one. Okay, so trash poker crow, a wither tree, and a black shiny diamond are three pieces I would like to get because they're a part. I feel like they're a part of my life that has died. Um, a Scottish heritage leg piece because it reminds me of where I've come from, and realistic movie camera because I have a love for cinema and film, and realistic angel wing on my right forearm because my faith is very important to me. Done with the quickest time. <laughs> High five! <laughs> that was amazing. Was that to make up for like? Your <laughs> To make up for last week's episode. Yes. Oh, goodness, yes. 19 <laughs> seconds. Wow. Okay. See it, my dude. <laughs> or are you bringing those I up? I didn't realize this was no, a race. I, yeah, I, I can, uh, it gets competitive for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the spirit of six-pack. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a very new segment. Nice. This is, our, this is the second time we've done it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, for my top six, uh, I would get a Pokeball, um, I would get, uh, Infernape, uh, which is also a Pokemon, um, I would get a Smash Ball, um, I would get a a Microphone, um, a West Coast Swing Pattern of Steps, um, or the Greendale Community College Human Being. Alright, so, let me know when, uh. Okay, so the Pokeballs, because Pokemon has been one of the most consistent things I've loved my entire life. Infernape is my favorite Pokemon of all time. Smash Ball, Super Smash Bros. is just something that I love very dearly and near to my heart. A microphone, because I believe very strongly in speaking, whether it's uh, in comedy a lot, uh, that is a particularly big thing. I'd like to talk, so that'd be pretty cool. Let's go swing, Stope, and Greendale Community College, because I love community. <laughs> How long was that? 25 seconds. Oh, second place. Suck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, but also, whew, that, is, whew, that is a tough segment. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, feel, I just feel the pressure. I, I like that. I, it's, it, pressure it, is you know, right. it puts us under a microscope. It really it's does. Just like, it tells people, like, what are they really about Yeah. at the end of the day. Oh, man. It yeah. really oh. doesn't, though. <laughs> Shh. 
<laughs> you don't have to come in here and you know, tear down our entire she mythos. She attacks SpongeBob quotes. Sorry, she attacks. I touched the table underneath. I'm sorry. She attacks sorry. SpongeBob quotes. She attacks our list. I'm so offended, Bones. You really are spooky. You know, the problem is, <laughs> see, you can't insult six pack, six pack, because we're still we're still trying to figure it out. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, we're like, like still like trying to figure out like the process. Yeah, you know, like, it's like it's it's like it's like. I know. I was just poking fun because you made it sound like way more serious than it actually was. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I got you. I mean, I got but it is really serious. Yeah, I said fuck yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right, so there was something in Bones' list that I didn't know. It was your yes. sixth item. The Ouija planchette. It sounded like you were saying Ouija, which I know Waluigi. Is a, which is a way to say Luigi, so I know that's not what it is. Um, so what is that? Um, are you familiar with a Ouija board? Yeah, of course. Yes. The Ouija planchette is like that little plastic thing that moves around that everybody is supposed to like put their fingers on, and it like moves and points to the letters. I thought that was a glass. The The... Like, the thing that comes with it is called a planchette. It's kind of, like, heart-shaped or triangle-shaped or whatever. And it's got a hole in it. And then it goes, like, over top of the letter. And you look through the hole, and that's the letter that it's, like, indicating. I was picturing it wrong. Oh, okay. I, I yeah. didn't know that's, that's, that that yeah. had Well, some, sometimes they use a glass or, like, a shot glass, and everybody puts their finger on it. But a that's, shot glass? Yeah. Now, that's in true 20s fashion. <laughs> Ooh, I haven't done shots in, like, I'll bring a Ouija board over weeks. next time, and then you'll get really spooky. That could be a fun party thing. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since Bridget or Bones is a tattoo artist, um, we'd like to ask you a few questions. Um, so question number one, um, you being a tattoo artist, what is your worst client story if you have one? Um, so far, all of my clients have been pretty good. I wouldn't say that I have like a truly horrific client story or anything like that. Um, Could I rephrase the question? Sure, yeah. Because I just realized, like, I don't want you to feel like I would not be... call out anyone's. No, yeah, no, don't. Podcast. Yeah, you Absolutely don't have to not. give off any names. No, no, exactly. No. Yeah. So I want to change around so that okay. you can. You don't have to do that. Um, do you have? Have you had like a tattoo that was incredibly challenging for you to do? Yes. There we go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and it's partially due to my. Lack of experience, for mm-hmm. less of a better word. Um, because, so, it was a really big piece on his ribs. Um, oh, I love ribs. <laughs> you don't mean, oh, sorry. I'm getting which is, which is a particularly painful spot to get tattooed for anybody who doesn't know. The ribs are pretty sensitive, like, especially if you're ticklish. Um, and this, <laughs> and he's a friend of mine, so I was like, oh, geez, you're killing me, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Yeah, and he is very ticklish. So I was trying to tattoo his ribs, and he was just, like, squirming and moaning. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so sorry, but, like, I'm going to have to hold you down. And Sadie had to help me hold him down. Wait, literally? Yeah, Sadie was helping. Because, like, okay, so when you're tattooing, you have to make sure the skin is stretched really tight. And, like, the ribs in the stomach area are really, really stretchy. Very stretchy. You don't say (laughs) <laughs> For those who don't, who the listeners, I just rubbed, I just like jiggled my, my belly fat. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's very stretchy. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this, this guy's a string bean, like he's real thin and it's still like super stretchy. So, um, she had to help me, like she would stretch it in one direction and I would stretch it in another direction. And we were both like leaning on him. <laughs> <laughs> the 
to get this tattoo this done. This operation yeah. sounds, sounds yeah. like a funny image. And it was a image. big piece, and he was in a lot of pain, and so I felt bad. But, like, I mean, he wanted the tattoo. He signed up for this. Sure. I feel like being a tattoo artist has made me just a little bit of a, um, uh, uh, not masochist, sadist. A little bit of a sadist. Why do you say that? Because people come into the shop and they're like, you know, getting tattooed. And if they're sitting there like, oh my God, it hurts. I'm like, well, you signed up for this and I just keep going. <laughs> you can say, well, you... You signed up for you this? You knew what you were in for. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you like, know. obviously, if it gets too intense, then we take breaks and whatnot. But, right. you know, they, they signed up is, for this pain. How long is that? I, is that? That's a good question. Like, what's a normal tattoo shift like? Like, for an artist, is it... Because I'm, I'm assuming it's not the normal eight-hour so, day. No, we make our own schedules. Mm-hmm. I draw whenever I feel like drawing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I book tattoo appointments. We have, like, specific hours that we, um, like, a range of hours between 11 a.m. and, like, 8 p.m. in mm-hmm. the tattoo shop that we're technically allowed to be open because the city of Lancaster has rules about that. Right now? Because of COVID? No, just in general. Yeah. Really? Like, as a business, yeah. Hmm. Like so, a bus- Wait, so a business can't be open past a certain time in the city. We had to declare what our hours of operation would be. That makes sense. I feel like, especially since we're business. in a residential neighborhood, so they didn't want us to be open until like midnight in a residential neighborhood where there's kids that live there and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, but we make our own appointments. Like, I can tattoo at whatever time of day I want to, basically. Um, and you know, I just set up my appointments with my, directly with my clients. I don't have like someone else who makes the schedule for me. I just, mm-hmm. I do my own schedule and then I go in, I do the tattoo and then I go home. Sometimes I'll book more than one tattoo a day, but usually I just stick to one because that's the way I like to function. So you definitely, like in terms of like your, your like a, what is it like work-life balance, you would mm-hmm. perform with the flexible rather than the kind of like. I don't want to say the. I would say the like the nine to five Monday through Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I function much better on a like super flexible schedule than I do on a nine to five for sure. Noted. Noted. Um, Especially since I like to sleep in. Most <laughs> of my appointments don't start until two p.m. Noted. <laughs> do you have a, a piece that you're most proud of? Mm. Or maybe one of your favorites. Me. Oh, I also just thought we could totally like share some of your um Our work. Yeah. Like through the Instagram. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll send you some of that. Um so most recently I think was a couple days ago I tattooed my friend and I'm like really happy how this one came out. It's a uh, a cat skeleton and it's like pink fuchsia colored. Ooh, um nice. do you mind if we share that on the Instagram? Yeah, you can go ahead. Um like so, tra- traditional style. Um, it's kind of, it's an illustrative style and that's okay. the style that I usually go for, but it was, um, the cover artwork for like her favorite album. Ooh. So it was oh, which like, album was it? uh, the album, I don't, the album was Skeleton by, uh, Aesop Rock. Hmm. Aesop Rocky? Aesop Rock. The rapper. Aesop Rocky. I think so. I, I, I don't know. Maybe? Because it's... Unless, I, I was not familiar with uh, it until she told me about it the day that we did the tattoo. So unless there's a band named Aesop Rock, there's there's actually a rapper named Aesop Rocky 
that I think this. You, I think it's no, it's ASAP Rocky, isn't it? Yeah, ASAP Rocky. Yeah. No, that's it's different. It's different. Oh, so this is ASAP Rock. ASAP Rock. Yeah. And there, there's so so there's an ASAP Rock and there's ASAP Rocky. Yeah. I feel like a dad. ASAP right now. like A E S O P like the the Greek philosopher. That's so close to ASAP Rocky. <laughs> It's not a band. This is um, hip hop artist. Uh, yes. No, ASAP Rock. ASAP Rocky is a hip hop artist. Yeah. So yeah. it's ASAP Rock. They're 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 hip hop artists too. Uh huh. Yeah. Wow, that's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, and you guys, you can listeners, you can find that artwork posted on our Instagram. I'll just make sure to do it like kind of the same day that we drop the episode. Mm-hmm. Um. It'll probably be the only pink cat skeleton that's on the Instagram feed for Team <laughs> Trashcast. So hey, you, you should never say never. You shouldn't have too hard a time finding it, but you know it'll be the most recent post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is kind of more of a general question for like you and for Landfill. Mm-hmm. What's one thing you guys wish people knew about tattoos or tattoo culture? Tip your artist. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tattooing is a service. I did not know that. Yeah. That's Tattooing awesome. is a service, really and tattoo artists do get tipped. Yeah, tip your artist, man. I don't know. Um, generally, like, 20% is good. 20 to 25% if you, like, really like your artist. Oh, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you can correct me on this. I care what my barber does to my hair. Yeah. And I know. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a, yeah. It's like if you got a haircut, if you got like okay. a really good haircut, and you thought the person did a really good job, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna tip this person like yeah, a decent amount. It's exactly. basically the same thing. Because exactly. I've I did that when I got the um, T Rex skull on the inside of my left I arm. It was a Dragon Ball. That's a really no. It's the mosquito. Have you seen Jura- Have you seen Jurassic Park? No. What? Oh no! I know what I just did. All right, last we having a marathon. Um, I know, I know what just <laughs> happens. Uh. No, but to go back to that question, um, I don't know if this is basically like what's one thing people wish they knew about a tattoo. Oh, um, there are. I could make a list. Of there's, there's I a list. People knew. Um, no, guys, please research your artist beforehand. Also, because yeah. if you walk into a tattoo shop asking an artist to do something that they don't specialize in or that you haven't seen them do before they're probably not going to do the best job they're going to do it they're just probably not going to do the best job yeah yeah they'll still do it because it's money to them they're not going to say no exactly um and well sometimes they'll say no if it's something that they really don't really can't do but yeah yeah i I know what your wreck is i know i know i just noticed i know what your wreck is um um yeah i would say like um I don't know. People who get people who like get tattoos, but then they don't take the necessary like aftercare procedures. Oh yeah, aftercare is important. So after you get a tattoo, it's basically like an open skin wound. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Those listeners don't know. (laughs) Sorry, Wasteland. I know you're a little squeamish. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it it is a wound. You've been stabbed with a bunch of needles, and you need to take care of your skin afterwards. So there's ointment that we recommend that you use um, until your skin starts to heal, um, and then after that, you need to keep it moisturized. So you put lotion on it until it's like all the way healed. And even then, like I still put lotion on basically all of my tattoos because they get itchy. <laughs> I did not know you're supposed to put lotion. Also, on itchy tattoos. tattoos are normal. Yes. Like for life. Yes. Wait for life. 
yeah, my tattoos still get itchy, especially if I have like a really bad allergy day, like if I'm mm. hanging out with my cats a lot. Mine, I don't know if mine really do. I mean, I don't, I've never, I mean, maybe my art, I just, like, if they Especially do. Especially, like, heavy line work. The If it's, like, real okay. deep lines, that'll get itchy for me. Okay. Maybe, I'm saying, maybe that's just different for me, though. Because maybe, I don't know, or maybe, maybe I just, like, pass it off and I'm just like, oh, my arm itches. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. My, my leg tattoos have never really gotten super itchy. My kneecaps do sometimes. But, like, my stomach tattoo, that gets itchy all the time. Mm. Especially in the summer because it's hot and, like, the skin is irritated from all the sweat and the heat and all that. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I thought it just became a part of the skin once you guys, once it, like, it, healed or whatever. It does, but it, it doesn't. It does, it's but weird. it doesn't. Yeah, there's there's weird science that happens. Basically, your skin sees the ink as an allergen that it keeps fighting. So, so that's why it stays there as your skin renews itself because the skin, like, keeps... Trying to push it trying out. Trying to push it out, and that's what keeps it there. Right. I feel like you were also about to add something to that landfill. Oh, um, uh, no, no. I, I, yeah, I feel like I was, but no, never mind. Um, yeah. Also, yes, it hurt. All of them hurt. Don't yes. ask us if they hurt because yes, Rhetorical the answer question. is yes. <laughs> Rhetorical question. Every tattoo? Every yes. tattoo hurts. It hurts, yes. Some hurt more. Than others. But they always hurt. <laughs> right. Like, like for example, like the scorpion on my arm. Mm-hmm. Like, when my artist was doing that, like, I literally would, like, look at him. Like, I could, like, because for me, it didn't hurt as bad as, say, the stomach. Mm-hmm. So, like, I yeah, like, like, I was literally looking at him. I would literally, like, uh-huh. I was literally kind of almost making a joke out of it in my head. Like, I was, like, looking at him, like, looking back at the tattoo. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you doing a good job? You, yeah, you doing a good I job thought- there, Ron? Okay. <laughs> I hate watching myself get tattooed. I can't do it because then I just like focus too much on it. But like the upper arm is a really easy spot in case anybody is looking for like a less painful spot to put a tattoo. Upper arm like on the outside, way easy. I got tattooed there for like three hours and I just kind of zoned out and dealt with it and it was fine. But like my kneecaps, I was crying. I was in tears when I got my kneecaps tattooed. Yeah, and everywhere is different for everybody. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Oh, another thing that people don't realize exists or that they ignore is numbing cream and numbing spray. That shit is available and it works. I'm, I'm assuming it numbs. Yes. <clears throat> I, I didn't have a there's two different. There's two different products. It makes there's, it hurt more. <laughs> <laughs> is there a pain yeah. increaser? Uh, <laughs> no, I think I'm pretty sure the main ingredient is lidocaine. And basi- What's that? It's, it's just a numbing agent. Yeah, it's, yeah. So, they use it in dental procedures. Right? Yeah. You're thinking of Novocaine. Well, yeah, that too. Similar. Lidocaine is a topical. No vacation. No, Asian. <laughs> they I know. Me. I know. Mont. I know the um, Oni on my left leg. Ron did that. He sprayed it down mm-hmm. um, with that stuff. So. Yeah. So there's two different products. There's a cream and there's a spray. The cream you put it on and let it sit there for like 30 minutes, and then the surface of your skin kind of goes numb, um, and it just kind of dulls the pinchiness of the tattoo if you've ever been like like pinched really hard or like stabbed by someone with really sharp nails or something like that like Mm -hmm. that that type of pinching feeling kind of goes away but it still hurts yeah um and then once the skin is open there's a spray that they can spray on and if that sits there for a few minutes then it kind of soaks under your skin and can numb it like the rest of the way down and we used both of those products when i got my scalp tattooed 
That was probably a good call. Yeah, I would I would not have been able to handle it if we didn't. Um, that's probably the most painful tattoo I've ever gotten. Really? Like yeah. The most... The, so, are the more painful areas the one where there's, like, less in between, like, skin and bone? Because I feel like your kneecaps, like, you can feel, like, there's there's bone there. Yeah, like, it, it depends on the person. Really, it's yeah. The general rule that I found has been most accurate is the more sensitive the area is, like, especially if you're ticklish, sure. um, the more it's going to hurt. So, like, if you're ticklish everywhere, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're in for a rough day. Yeah, but, you know, ticklish areas like armpits or the knees or, like, um, the top of the thighs, too. Mm. The ribs, all that, all those places where people are generally ticklish, those are the spots that are going to hurt more. That makes sense. Wonder of endings and all that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the palms of the hands. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of the artists at my shop, he has his palm tatted, and I, I, I didn't see it, like, at first, Ooh, Yeah, that's, and that's I looked over, and I was like, bro, you got your palm tatted, and he's like, I was like, D I was like, dude, you've been truly tatted then, he goes, yeah, it's, it's not pleasant, he's like, it's not no. pleasant at all. <laughs> that, like, I just... That's I another thing people think, like, I was watching, like, I know this, I know it was like, <sighs> this show gets kind of, like, iffy if you reviews on it, like, just because, just because I feel like, um, of, like, what it is, but, like, I was watching this clip from Ink Master, and it was showing, like, they had a group of people, like, lined up, and, like, they all wanted to get palm tattoos, and this one woman, I think she wanted to get, like, a, like, a realistic, like, koi fish on her hand, like, colors and stuff, and somebody was, like, like, I don't know what she expects. Color does not stay in the hand because there's there's not like tissue or anything there. It's just nerve endings. So yeah, well, hand, not hand tattoos usually like wear out faster than any other tattoo, just because the skin of your hands is being constantly touched and like right. renewing it's... itself. So anything that like finger tattoos and hand tattoos, palm tattoos, especially like all of that stuff is gonna need to be touched up at some point. It could fall out in a matter of months, depending on the artist and how hmm. deep they get the ink into your skin. Yeah. So. Hmm. Hmm. Are there any other questions? There are. Yeah, so there's one final question. What are your thoughts on tattoo stigmas, like in the workplace? Like how employers would view tattoos? Correct. Like, oh, you know, um... You can't, you have to, like, for me, like, the profession I'm going in, like, I have to cover mine up. Really? Yes. Um, because it's kind of, they're not like, oh, tattoos are, tattoos are bad. It's more so of like a, okay. like, tattoos are, tattoos are bad. <laughs> tattoos are bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's it's, generally a view that tattoos are seen as unprofessional. Yes, which I think is like, and it, it's, my opinion is, the ink on my skin should not be a, should not be a, uh, inclination or it should not be a inclination inclination <laughs> it should not be a like a telltale sign or like a false a false sign of oh i don't do work or like i'm a bad person because that's completely false like that should not be a late that yeah. should not be a label for somebody and i think like <laughs> with more suburban moms getting tattoos i feel like yep the amount of <laughs> the, Sorry, the stigma is 
lessening in the workplace these days just because tattoos have become so popular that they're basically unavoidable for Mm -hmm. employers like if they want to be super discriminatory about it um but i've found lately that like employers follow a don't ask don't tell type of policy with tattoos like if they can't see it they're not going to ask you about it um which is fine i don't really know I don't know how I feel about, like, the stigma existing in general, though. Because there, like, there was a point in time, I'm sure, when, like, most of the people who did have tattoos were involved in certain things or had a certain personality type, and that's just the way it was. But, like, that's not true anymore. No. Absolutely. I I think I noticed, I, uh, when I was, like, a little bit younger, like, my college days, primarily, I was dating a lot of conservative, like, Christian girls. A lot of them had tattoos. And so I think for me, that was kind of a clicking in my head. It was like, oh, tattoos aren't like a badass thing. <laughs> Even it's the just Christian like, school girls have tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm saying in a very lighthearted way. Yeah. In my head at that moment, like, it made me realize like, wrists, oh, this mean. isn't like a, because I was just like entering business school. So in my head, I was like, okay, tattoos like just are no. But then it kind of made me realize, oh, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't make up the person. Yeah. However... The thing that makes it irritating is when you have, like, uh, people in leadership that think that it means, well, that's just an unsightly young person. Because, like, eventually you're going to have, like, old people that have, like, tattoos, (laughs) like, running a business meeting. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But, like, I know that for myself, like, one of the tattoos that I I wanted was I had originally, before I now know how painful it was, I used to want a a tattoo on the back of my hand. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to... I can't say which one because it's breaking rules of top six. But I used to want one on the back of my hand. <laughs> and one of the reasons I never got it, my own feelings about tattoos aside where it's just not an interest to me, was I didn't want to, every time I went to go uh, shake someone's hand, as I have to do a lot in mm-hmm. the business world, I didn't want to have to worry about the impression I was leaving, which is annoying because who cares when it come, yeah. like, comes down to it, you know? And granted, I can also just get this somewhere else. That's true. But like... In my head, it's like, oh, this is something I have to think about. Not for myself, not for myself, but because of how someone might view me. And it annoys mm-hmm. me because there are still people like that out there. Or businesses are still operating as though that is more the like the mainstream thing, especially in the professional world. It's kind of odd how much we, like, I mean, the, the, the professional world in general, no matter what profession you're in, I feel like there's so much of a... Uh, a pushback against like individualism and expressing yourself you know like when there are dress codes when you go into any mm-hmm. job you know mm-hmm. um, and so from from even just that standpoint of like you have a certain way that you're supposed to dress you have a certain way that you're mm-hmm. supposed to act you have a certain way that you're supposed to be and if you don't fit that mm-hmm. that people have a problem with it and that's it's interesting yeah. I would also like to state that all of our, everything that we've said has been from, like, an American cultural viewpoint. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. And I know that, like, a lot of other cultures, like, for example, in Japan and in China, have much, much different opinions and, like, cultural views of tattoos mm-hmm. that yeah. we might not be aware of. Yeah, also, like, in yeah. Japan, in Japan, uh, tattoos are associated with the Yakuza. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That, that's so, if you have tattoos and you go to Japan cover them up 
<laughs> we also haven't broken into the Japanese or Chinese market, just to get, let you guys know. Mm-hmm. Um, not yet. We will get there. Yeah. <laughs> um, our, our marketing producers, no. our marketing uh, managers. Have you been, mean me? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to build the. I'm trying to build the storyline. Trying to build the brand. Yes. Build the, the brand. Build no Japanese listeners yet. No Guys, we got to break into these Japanese markets. <laughs> They've been telling us that they're ripe for the picking. They need more trash. In Hook us up with some of that. Wagyu beef, man. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but you know what I think we should do? Yeah. I think we should move on to the last bit of the show. Yeah. Our Rotten Rex, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so our Rotten Rex are recommendations that the hosts give each other um, every week or every episode. Um, and since we have a guest on this week, being Bridget, um, Bridget will give a group recommendation to all three of us that we will watch together. So... Who wants to uh, who wants to go first uh, about their? Actually, I can just go first. We but... could also just talk about the group X from last week first. Yeah, that's true. that is a very important point. Should... Yeah, we used it as a reason to hang out, which yeah. was which was that's pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. We, we got together and um, we did um, Red Roach and Recycle PhDs. We have a weird show. Um, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> we, we do. <laughs> that indeed yeah. we do. You just hear the sense that came out of my mouth. Um, we, I love it though. I really do. Our listeners are gonna have to just mentally juggle that information. <laughs> <laughs> well, last week's episode was very silly, and this one was a little more like serious. I don't know what the tone of the show is. I have no clue. Um, I just love it. It's a, it's a joyride. That's the that's the it time. really sometimes is. it's you know sometimes you're going on the loop de loops and sometimes you're on the chain lift hills and that's roller coaster tycoon for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, yep, mm-hmm, yep. Wait, what? <laughs> Alright. Okay, so last week, Red Roach and Recycle PhD recommended to, uh, to each of us, um, respectively, three episodes of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime. Okay, uh, yes. and we just got a triumphant uh, from Oh, I've seen Bones, it. <laughs> which means that we will have a guest that actually can weigh in on a group on Did our you rest. have a good time? We'll, we'll get to that in just yeah. a moment. Okay. We will get to that. And in our second rec was to watch a film called The Gentleman. Yeah. Um, which was the recommendation of Recycle PhD. Yeah. So let's talk about JoJo really quick. Mm-hmm. I, I liked it. I want to watch. More. I did. Like I, I, I want to watch another episode because yeah. it's pretty extreme. It is. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm on the same same page as Wasteland when I say. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. I feel like and and Jake may have said that. Jake may have said this before too. Right. Red Rage. He may have said this. You a lot he may have said that. this. He, I believe he said this when he said you have to watch at least the first four episodes to yeah. really grasp it. So I feel like I'm on the same page as you with that. Where it's Definitely. like I'm, I'm yeah. delved into the show. It's just I feel like I need a tad bit more experience with it. Watch to, episode four. So, well, so okay, that tells us. So, <laughs> all right, all right. That's okay. unanimous. All right. We, we. we I don't want to speak for all but I feel like we definitely had a general enjoyment and intrigue. Yes. From yeah, what for we sure. viewed. Because the first three episodes were so, like, different. It was about this, like, rich kid who... I always forget the sons. We should explain a little bit about what it actually is. Yeah. But it's yeah. about this, like, rich kid who has this rivalry... It's a cult-followed anime. <laughs> yeah. Get it right. <laughs> if, you, if you've spent any time on the internet at all whatsoever, you've seen a reference to the show. <laughs> Joke to you me. have. Oh, you, oh, whether yeah. or not you it know is, it... You have. It is one of the enemies of the weebs. Um, <laughs> the weebs. Um, I did admit that I want a Sailor Moon tattoo, so I think I'm in the weeb camp now. I feel like I'm in the weeb camp, like, casually. I'm pretty sure we all are. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Casual but, uh, 
Oops. It was basically this rich kid, like, uh, meet, like, ha- like has this dude move He's in the heir with him. to a fortune. Yeah. And- and so yeah. is uh, so Dio. The, yeah, the father, the rich father, basically had his life saved by this guy, and in return, he takes in the guy's son and mm-hmm. raises him as his own. And the son is a dick. The son is, is a word. dick. He is such a dick. He don't give spoilers away. It was right? I. Oh, he's such a dick. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Okay, I will never thing, forgive him. The things he did in this first episode. <laughs> Like he assaults should go to jail <laughs> and murder. Uh, so yeah. I'm gonna say animal cruelty, and unacceptable yeah. oh God. animal cruelty. Yep. My heart is already broken. And I'm and I'm watching this. And I'm thinking, wow, this is good, inter- interesting stuff. Like, okay, great setup for a villain. Also, this yeah. dude is despicable. <laughs> you know like, what I like about the show? I like uh, that all the background ca- or like not the all of the secondary characters actually Dio. Uh, they're all like rock and roll references. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. There's somebody. <laughs> named, uh, there's somebody named Robert, Robert E.O. Speedwagon. Oh, yes. I think there's a, a character named they Crazy are, Diamond later, and it's like shiny all like references. Is yeah. it specifically? Is that an English dub specific thing, or is that no? no they're no. the they're Japanese. Specific, the 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 writer, the guy who made the series, specifically referenced all of these Western like music icons. Huh. It's awesome, um, and and it's Dio. funny too, because like uh, it's it's weird that it's it's an anime about like a British family. Yeah, that was really interesting. Like I was like, that's I've never seen. That's, that's not that unusual for no, me. Okay. The animes right. I've watched that was let me say it was new to me. Okay, yeah. for like to see a Japanese. Take I've watched a good that. number of animes that take place in like a fantasized European setting, sure, be it like okay. England or Germany or whatever, like. Most they do do that fairly often. Most of the stuff I've seen, admittedly, is like the Shonen Jump stuff. So yeah, like, so that's yeah. usually like J- Japan Japanese culture. Yeah, I watch like a lot of the like, the mainstream, whatever like is the big anime, like Shonen. some like your Fairy Tales, your My Hero Academia, is mm-hmm. even some yeah. Naruto. Yes. Yeah, we're not done with Jojo. I mean, yeah, Jojo is I'm like with Jojo. for ten minutes. Huh? It's so stylish and extreme at the same time, though. It's just like a joyride the, the entire time. The thing that was like not tough. The thing that was like I kept asking this question in like landfill. Like I kept saying this to you. What's the like? What's the <laughs> journey or the arc? Like, what is the? What's the what am I? Get to yeah. that in episode four. Okay, and you're right. I, I, I'm, okay, I will watch episode four. Like, okay. we should we should commit to watching now because the first episode is the rivalry establishing the relationship. Cool, right. got that. Second episode, he's ripped all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's jacked. Playing rugby, and then he's like fighting people, and I'm like, is this a vampire anime? Like, it's what is this? And then in the third one, I don't even remember like what they they, they show what the mask does at the end of the second episode, and in the third yeah. episode, that was when Dio becomes a vampire himself. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I don't like for me personally, I hate vampire stuff. Like it's just it's not bad. It's just I get bored th- about that particular. Vampires is not like the entire plot of the thing though. Like that is one of many many plots. And I think somebody said that. I like I could just wonder if somebody said. It. So for me, I guess I'm just wondering. Okay. I'm watching the show. It's Bizarre Adventure. And it's called Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> yeah. But the brother hasn't gone on an adventure. He's been in the same house for three episodes. Oh, he'll get there. So I'm just like, what well, is... Well, I mean, the house does burn down, so... Spoilers! Sorry. <laughs> Come on, we just said we're watching episode. Oh, wait, no, no, it did, it did burn down. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it, yeah, it was on fire. Yeah, it was at the end of the yeah. third episode. I'm just wondering, so much is happening, so it's intriguing. But like, I know, right? So much happened in just three episodes. But I'm just like, what? why am I watching... Like, is this an anime where it's just like... 
you watch an episode and it's kind of like in a like a hamster wheel or is this mm-hmm. actually continuity and I'm like like what's no, happening it's kind you know of, it's not a hamster wheel in the sense that like you have all these like filler things that never get referenced again it's kind of like you're going along this path and then you go this way and then you go this way and sometimes you have to go back this way and then like all the way around that side and then come back the other direction so it's a bizarre adventure it is a very bizarre adventure let's talk about the next right uh <laughs> <laughs> outsmarted me but i outsmarted you outsmarting <laughs> <laughs> you may know what i'm going to do next but that's not going to stop me um okay the gentleman can i just say what i need to say about the gentleman and i just you guys go ahead, go ahead and do it all right so speaking as the minority on the podcast um the gentleman a matthew mcconaughey film with a what was it uh, not colin farrell and uh charlie hunnam yep i think so yeah there were some interesting performances. You can too. never have a bad McConaughey. Like, sure. you can never hate McConaughey. No, all right, all right, all right. You Absolutely. never, ever have bad Matthew McConaughey. And Charlie Hunnam and Colin Farrell won, Colin Farrell won me over the second he came on screen. Yeah, I like Charlie Colin Hunnam, Farrell a lot. He was yeah, great in this. He was really great. And Charlie Hunnam was so really cool. great, too. Yeah, I, I, really, yeah, I, I like Raymond actor. a lot. He was, yeah. It was in, yes. No, no, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, it yeah. was Raymond. So, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So there were some very great performances in this film, and I'll let the guys say what they need, like what they want to say. But for me, as a black person, I'm watching this film, and every black person on it is a stereotype. There's like a hip hop dancer black person. Um, there is like this like security guard that's like kind of funny, so like that's a little quirky. But if you're watching the movie, every important role is given to like a good looking white dude. And for me, I guess I realize because this doesn't happen to me a lot often when I watch movies. Like when I watch an '80s movies, I don't I don't care about that. It's like not a lot of like diversity in those '80s movies, but I can still enjoy that. Yeah. Maybe because it's like a teen thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I had nothing in this movie that like gripped me except for some great action set pieces. They did those very well. There was some really cool stuff in this film, but I'll be honest, there was like some undertones. Like there's like one female character in it. No, there was like a couple. Like it just uh, it was just. To me, it was just like a bunch of like boring white dudes talking about selling a high-priced weed empire. Yeah, the, basically the central thrust of the plot is like, um, this guy is informing. Oh man, it's it's actually even hard to explain like what's going on with the plot. But basically, Matthew McConaughey's character has built like uh, an empire, a pot <laughs> empire, in the UK, and somebody screwed him over. And uh, so there are a bunch of twists and turns to figure out who did that and uh, all that good stuff. The twists are great. The twists are great. And yeah. that's like Guy Ritchie's thing. I, I was actually, like, I kind of was thinking about it a little bit after we watched the movie. And a couple of the things that Guy Ritchie does in his movies is there's a lot of dialogue. And it includes a lot of, like, British slang. So if you're not watching with subtitles, you're going to miss a lot of what's going on. Yeah, I was bored for the first, like, 30 minutes because, like, what it's is happening? all set up. But as it comes together, I was like, okay, I get it now. But yeah. And so watching it again, I'd be fine, but that first time through was tough. I think the other thing that's difficult about it is that, like, when you see the twists happen at the end of the movie, it's mm-hmm. really cool. There's oh, some absolutely. things that, like, um, there's a really pivotal couple of moments for, like, Charlie Hunnam's character. Um, and if I knew what he knew at the beginning of the movie, I think I would have been more intrigued. Like, if I had been able to see it more from his perspective, as opposed to, like, the, the, the onlooker that knows absolutely nothing. I, I, well, that's why you so. have to watch it more than once. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and right. I will admit, if we watched it a second time, we would have gotten more out of it. Definitely. I can say, this is what I'll say about the movie. And by the way, you guys do not need to agree with me on this, because mm-hmm. here's the thing. I have this lens that I can't turn off. So I yeah. realize that. It doesn't make me wrong, but it does mean that, like, I can't just 
tune well, podcast, out. It's all about opinions. Yeah. No, no. So I'm not, I just don't want. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. These are my friends, and that's just what it is. But also, sometimes the I'm gonna call it the woke lens. You can't not see sure. it, and so for me, that's what was like driving me crazy. Is like, yo, there's there's no like black people and women in this movie. Like, what's, yeah. what's going on? Um, there are. It's just like their roles are shit. Like the only like woman who even has somewhat of like a prominent role is Matthew McConaughey's wife. Mm-hmm. And at some point, she yeah. almost gets. There's like an imagine that she's gonna get raped. Yeah. Was, and it's oh. no. That's exactly. And, and there's no point. So there's like, like there's no. There's no like, point. It's in just it. like it, it was. It turns out it was. It was spoilers, like, but it turns out it was a dream. Yeah. Um. Well, so it just. Granted, not that that should ever need to happen in a movie, but like it, there would. It was just like completely out of left field. Yeah. The only. Characters that get anything that matter were okay, granted. Let me be just weird. I'm not mad at any of the actors because the movie like had things I liked about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But it very much was like uh, you, you it was dated. I feel like I was watching something from the '60s. Sure, you could have even easily replaced like one of the like you could have really easily replaced Charlie Hunnam with any any actor that of a minority, and like that part would have been. I'm not gonna tell Fine. someone to recast the movie that's sure, like, sure, already sure. done. So I'm not here to get on liberal train and like bark about it. I'm, I'm not here to say. Either. I'm just saying you. No, 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 no. Uh, Gabrielle is not a champion of yeah. representation, and that's like mm-hmm. that's just kind of like what it is. It does bother me a little bit that like I couldn't just like turn that off and just like not notice it and watch the movie because sure. it definitely bugged me. But then I started looking it up, and that was actually a common complaint with the film. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense mm-hmm. but also I'm not saying that Guy Ritchie has to do it I'm just saying like it's just a thing I noticed yeah yeah cool alright you guys want me to go over my wreck from last week sure sure alright so Landfill gave me a delightful wreck <laughs> change the tone uh, it was a TikTok series and for those who don't know uh, let me just make this clear for this. I've been enjoying the hell out of TikTok lately. Um, <laughs> I've posted our like videos for the podcast, which you can follow us at Team Trashcast on Instagram and, and TikTok. Um, but I've been posting our videos there. I was like, oh, I'll just use it to post our videos there. No big deal. Whatever. I'm in, man. I'm into TikTok now. Like it's just like I'm. I get it. Um, and I'm wondering if because now I'm in it as an old man, like will it become uncool? Like when's the point where TikTok like it's, it's peaking? When does it become uncool? <laughs> And there's like twenty six like, old, twenty seven. <laughs> okay, uh, sure. <laughs> twenty seven is literally just a bunch of thirty somethings realizing that they're too old to be here and making fun of like the Gen Z people who are on TikTok. <laughs> my my feed is all you know. I'm going to some time, but I'm enjoying the app. It is very silly and it's fun. I've made a few. Um, you can follow me at King Compliment. Um, my my TikToks are terrible, but it's very fun to do. Nonetheless, so you. Landfill gave me probably was one of my favorite wrecks I've had yet because it was so silly and just fun. It was um, Goofy wants his money, and it was just <laughs> this guy literally harassing his roommate for ten minutes with a Goofy puppet asking for his money. That was it. That's the whole thing. But at oh, some point, it gets farther where he gets a Donald Duck puppet and a, a Winnie the Pooh puppet and like a Mickey puppet, and he starts harassing him even more. And it gets very like funny and very silly. And it was uh, it was just delightful. I, I I thought it was so funny. I would watch it again. Um, I I cracked up. Oh my gosh. Um, and wait, like, mm-hmm. wait, how much money do do I owe you? Uh, four dollars thirty two cents. Uh, an old boot. Half, like half and, a bean. Like and half, half a bean. <laughs> don't you remember? <laughs> it's very silly and very fun. Um, and okay, 
So my rec for you this week, landfill, is going to be something you're gonna you're gonna enjoy this because I'm actually shocked you guys haven't heard of it. It's been out for six months, and this is a pretty Pokemon loving podcast. You guys heard of Pokemon Twilight Wings? Exactly. I've you guys heard remember, of it, but I haven't watched it. Do you guys remember a little series called Pokemon Generations a few years ago? Yes. Yeah. With the, like the, those Pokemon shorts they used to do? Um, they, they're doing new shorts again, but they're based in the Gala region. I want you, there's about five or six. I want you to watch all of them. They're about five minutes, and it's a much more somber, almost a little dramatic take on the Pokemon world, mostly from the perspective of the gym leaders. The only consistent character is the guy who does the... Um, uh, what's that big bird Pokemon that, that does a taxi? The um, Corviknight. Yeah, it's a Corviknight taxi guy. He's kind of the consistent oh, character fun. throughout. So it kind of takes you like what some of the characters in the world kind of like feel. Like you see like the fighting gym leader uh, like go to like one of the mountains to like train with her Machamp and it's a uh, what's it called? Pokemon Twilight Wings. That's a podcast. Yeah. No, no. It's it's a it's a it's a YouTube series. Oh. I think you really enjoy it, but um, it's just a different take on Pokemon. It's very it's very sweet. Neat. Okay. Landfill, how'd your week go? Oh, very good. Um, so my rec for last week was a song by Thank You Scientist. It was from um, Dr. Compost uh, by the band Thank You Scientist. It's a song called FXMLDR. Um, it was very... I don't know how to describe it. It was like a song like a song like type I'm not really used to because I'm like more like into like like heavier like riffs and like songs and stuff like that so like heavier sure. music um I always got kind of like an anime feel from it like, <laughs> like, like, suddenly, like halfway through I was like I was like I was like yeah man this sounds like something that could like intro like a lot of like anime shows you know yeah they actually have gotten that before. There's really? Like, they have a video on YouTube where they do like a collaboration with a drum corps, drum and bugle corps mm. group. Um, and somebody posted underneath it. It's like, it just sounds like some dude's trying to make some anime music. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you... Anime music is not bad, though. Oh, yeah. oh no, no. It's no. not. Anime I, I'm just like... Yeah. fucking slaps. Absolutely. I'm sorry, I didn't... I, I swear it's fine. You used our one fuck. Oh, I used our second one. Um, okay. It's fine. Um, no, but like, I've you've listened to them... A lot <laughs> around the apartment and, and like in the car sometimes, and I've definitely gotten that like kind of anime vibe. Like I'm sure. literally just picturing what would their take on the My Hero Academia theme song be. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you feel about it, Landfill? I was like listening to music, like like different like artists and stuff. Like I haven't really like had an experience with like before, so I I liked it for that sense. Like like, a new experience as far as, like, a music genre. Mm. Um, I don't know if it's, like, take this with a grain of salt, I don't know if it's, like, a band, like, I would, like, predominantly listen to, like, all the time, mm. but as a new experience, I enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd highly recommend listening to, like, the rest of that album. It's, like, it's a very good album. It's, it's my favorite of theirs so far, but um, it's a, that's a fun time. I like them a lot. <laughs> so. Okay. Cool. What's your rec for me? I need more recs, but this one I've I've this one has been kind of on my save list. So there is a YouTube channel by the name of Exploring with Josh. Okay. I want you to watch his video um, where he where they explore the Conjuring House. Oh. Okay. It's great. It's it's very it's a very interesting it's cool. a very very interesting video. All I right. I watched it. I can dig it. Can you send me a link to that video? Yes, I can. <laughs> yes, I can. I actually said you just a link to his channel. All right. Honestly. 
all the spooky things. Is it my turn? Yes. You you'd get a kick out. I feel like you'd get a really good kick out of his channel. I feel like you would. Nice. I don't like the look on Dr. Compost's face. <laughs> All right, so uh, this week I was subjected to an hour and a half of... Oh! <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, sorry, not strong. Okay, let, no. me, let me make no. this very clear. If you slander the name... Okay, so... You're gonna... Oh listen, you're gonna have to take everything about this whole thing with a grain of salt, because I do... I'm not, because I watched you do this, and I I'm so did, upset with you. Do not like <laughs> Batman. Un-American. Uh, not a Batman. Fan. Un-American. Okay? I don't think Batman is all that intriguing of a character. Mediocre. How but that's fine if you do. I'm not trying to take that from you. But um, I was pl- I played an hour and a half of Batman Arkham Knight. Um, and it's a masterpiece in gaming. It is. Um, I had fun. I mean... Did you? Yeah, I did. I... Okay, so... I'm not a huge Batman fan. Um... But, uh, I mean, it was good. It was fine. I didn't really get all that far. Uh, playing in the Batmobile was really cool. I like to drive around um, in the Batmobile. That was probably the best part. The traversals felt so slow, though, but because I'm also coming at this from the mindset... I would like to talk, please. This is my recommendation. Um, I'm also coming at this from the perspective of somebody that finished the Spider-Man game, and there's, like... There's been a lot more time, and they, you know, I mean, the traversal in, in Spider-Man takes a lot from the Arkham Knight games, or from all the Arkham games, and I, I recognize this. I should correct um, you. Huh? It's the stealthing combat. I was incorrect. It's not the traversal oh. that they take a lot from, except for the dive bomb mechanic. Spider-Man takes far more from its, like, combat and stealth t- techniques than sure. it does from the traversal. Cool. Well, that's good, because the traversal in Spider-Man is just... It's just so. It feels so much better to me because it's just so much more fluid. Like the camera control. I mean, granted, this is a, at least five years old. Arkham Knight is at least five years old. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't expect it to control like butter the way that Spider Man does. Um, and like the the camera controls are weird. Like when you're flying around on the screen, Batman takes up like three quarters of it, and you can't see what's going on. And like you can't move the camera all that much anyway. I don't like that. I don't. I don't feel that you have all that much control over Batman. Cause like, and maybe it's just because I'm bad at it. That's certainly possible too. But like, he lands on ledges that I don't want him to land on, and I'm just like, oh, that's cool. That's not what I was trying to do. And like, it's, I don't know. It's not my favorite thing. Um, I really like the Spider-Man stuff because it just moves faster and it's better. So, um, I was gonna say, Aaron's over here, or uh, sorry, Doctor Doctor Compost, over here, like simping for Spider Man. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it's not. It's no. Was you wreck Spider Man, or was you wreck Batman Arkham Knight? <laughs> it was Arkham Knight. But you know, I was. You told me I had to play it because Spider Man stole so much air quotes from it, which it did. I'm not gonna deny that. But you're saying, I'm sorry. I'm also Actually, not trying to take a dump on Arkham Knight either. Like it, it feels like it. I'm not trying to. I promise. It's like, what is that thing that Kelly says in the office? Like, first of all, how dare you? Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's just. And by the way, when I say Spider-Man stole, I mean like Spider-Man's direct inspiration. Yeah. You can be. You can see the direct because look, like, well, you not played both of the games, right? Yeah, exactly. You can see the direct correlation in like how Batman was what I can say. We can say what was like one of the generation's finest superhero games. Like it, it 
Batman Arkham, that Arkham series, it like yeah. epitomizes what is the feeling of being a hero in a video game. Sure. And Spider-Man does it well and better. Like, yeah. and Spider-Man was in my top six. Yeah. But you can't act like you. You. I, I just wanted you to see the correlations. Sure. Particularly in stealth and combat. Yeah. yeah. As mm-hmm. in, like, oh, Spider-Man's not original, but Spider-Man isn't bad. Mm-mm. It's just I mean, it, it. Like it. It tweaked and perfected and made the experience Spider-Man, which makes it even better. But and to be fully transparent, I've always kind of known this about the Batman series. But just because I'm not a super huge Batman fan, I knew that the Batman games, like any of the Arkham games, were not going to hit the mark for me specifically, because I'm getting fatigued on open world games. So, like, if you give me a a map with, like, 243 Riddler challenges, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's how I want to spend my next 30 hours. Like, that's just, that's just, like... if, If it's going to be something like an open world game, I want something like Breath of the Wild, which is three years old, but has all these different physics mechanics that work together, and you can just, like, approach any problem with any idea that you have. Like, I think that's more interesting. So what you recommending, bud? (laughs) Alright! So, my recommendation for you this week... um, For me? Yeah. I thought somebody... Oh, okay. No, that's me for you. Because you recommended for Landfill. Landfill recommended for me, so I recommend for you. Mm -hmm. I want you to watch the first episode of the Hulu show Crossing Swords. Oh, I was already going to, but down. Made from the same guys who made Robot Chicken, right? Yeah. I'm in immediately. Good. You know, Robot Chicken just came back. I just started following them again on Instagram because they post little clips. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I was already going to check that out. Nice. Easy. Easy rec. All right. And now... Brigitte. Mm. Bridget. B-Bones. Mm. B-Bones tattoos on Instagram is where you can find her. Bones. <laughs> do you have a group recommendation for us? I do. And you're not really do not hold you back. Don't like it. Because I know you <laughs> don't. You're not a fan of the spooky movies. But it's okay. It'll be fine. We'll be here with you. Okay. Well, it's, so, it is the rule of the And rest. I don't know if, I, if either of you guys have seen this movie already or not. Um, it's an old one. It is the 1980 classic horror film starring Jack Nicholson. Oh. The oh. Shining. Nice. Oh! oh that okay, way. so our listeners don't know this, but I can't handle horror. I have not seen it. You haven't? I have not. Oh, you know but I don't. Sucks? It's a but but it, not that I hate it. Not that I hate it because Jack Nicholson. But uh-huh. it's just I never got around to doing it. So Is that the Here's Johnny movie? Yeah. Yes. You okay. know what sucks? I've seen the sequel. That that new one came out, the baseball tail thing. Yeah. Wait, there, wait, hold on. There's a sequel. Yeah, there was like a sequel. That came out yeah. like what is it? Uh, what's it? What's it? What's it called? It's got Ewan McGregor in it. Yes. It's um, it just came out over the past two years. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's like Hotel something, something no. sixty six or baseball. There's something um, Hotel or. It's motel called like Doctor Sleep, I think. Yeah, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. Oh yeah. Why am I thinking Hotel? Yeah. Which is actually another Stephen King book. Oh yeah, there's totally a sequel. They just came out. Yeah, Doctor Sleep. It's on Amazon, I think. Anyway, I've seen oh. that, but not The Shining. So, anyway. okay, this is, I have I'm not, not seen lie. Doctor Sleep, so I'll have to watch that one. It's I'm good. already squeamish. I yeah, Bones I has already recommended play. that she will watch the film with us. I will. I emotionally can't <laughs> handle this. Be in the show. I, I wish I was kidding. Uh, yep. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I feel like okay. We should. All right. So you know what? Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> we, power through this because I'm anxious AF really right now. All right. Uh, I'm gonna calm my, my myself down because I think we should end the show so I can go cry because I have to go watch a horror movie. <laughs> I've never watched one before. All right, 
First of all, Bose, thank you so much for joining us for the show. We're very glad to have you. Uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, my whole tattoo portfolio up on there. It's at bbonestattoos. That is B-B-O-N-E-S-T-A-T-T-O-O-S -T -T on Instagram. And if they wanted to book you for an appointment and happen to live in the Pennsylvania area, Absolutely. We are in Lancaster, Pennsylvania um, at Clover Tattoo. Uh, the shop Instagram is Clover Tattoo Lank, L-A-N-C. Um, and my email is also linked through my Instagram portfolio, so you can contact me directly there. Uh, and Bones has also said we could post a couple of her uh, pieces of artwork just to thank her very much for, for being here. And also to show some of her dope uh, ink work. The thank you so much to the band Space Between, that's my band, for the use of, <laughs> of <laughs> our song um, Lessons for the theme song for this show. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Spotify. We have an EP up there. Um, we're going to have new, more news coming at you post-COVID, so um, I guess really during COVID because we're not even close to post yet, so hey, whatever. Uh, our thanks, um, many, many thanks, especially for everything that she's going to have to take out <laughs> because this will be a hard episode to edit. Uh, a thank you to our editor, um, Beth. You can find her at Color Obscura um, on Instagram and TikTok. She's been posting a ton of TikToks, like just just like a smorgasbord of TikToks. Um, and she's going to be embarrassed that I said that, but um, she gets a kick out of using the app. Um, we also uh, have used sound effects in a few of our fake ads. Uh, that is thanks to the Pocket Sitcom app. Um, it is just a delightful app I get a kick out of, but I wanted to shout them out because uh, they let us use their sounds. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok. Like, you better be following us. Like, what's good? Like, we post, we make videos. We make, like, little little silly sketches and stuff. They are really funny, too. Oh, thank oh my you. God, my, oh, thank you. So, you have no idea what that means. <laughs> um, we actually probably, um, as of the time of this recording, hopefully we released a video game um, clip. And, uh, you know, we want to keep releasing uh, It's like, wait, we made content. a video game? <laughs> what, what <laughs> no, we, we made a video game, game clip. Yeah. Um, so we made a few videos for that. Uh, and, well, with that being said, SMELL YOU LATER! later!